0: Greetings, lovelies. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast. My name is Virginia Waits, and I invite you to join me for deliciously naughty tales. The manor will be back later in the year, and during our season break I have lots of lovely stories lined up. This week, we have vampires and demons enjoying themselves in a post-apocalyptic world. Once again, by my other self, Natasha Duncan Drake. Charon is a powerful sorcerer and a vampire-human hybrid. He has need of blood, and has made a deal with the gender-fluid demon Lilaro. Sex for blood. They have a magical pact, keeping them both to the deal. Caron has no idea what Lilaro will ask of him. To read the full story with all the lovely plot details, check out The Trade. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com, or search for my alter ego's name, Natasha Duncan Drake, at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop welcome to the trade seduction of the vampire sit back relax and i shall begin the warm water was divine as was lilaro washing charon from head to toe but it could not last forever. They both engaged in some serious, heavy petting, but Lilaro did not seem to wish to take it further while in the bath. Hence, Caron found himself being reluctantly dragged out of the water, before a towel hit him in the face. He gave the sex demon a very unimpressed look, "'as Lilaro proceeded to laugh at him. "'Not very sexy,' he pointed out, "'but did begin to dry himself. "'It's all in the anticipation,' Lilaro said, "'and promptly bent over, "'giving Caron a perfect view of a perfect ass. His cock, which had been dismayed at the towel incident, immediately took firm interest again, swelling back from half-mast to fully erect. The pheromones in the air helped, of course, but Caron really didn't need the added incentive. For a few moments he stood there and admired the view— You are supposed to be drying, Lilaro pointed out, but seemed to be spending an inordinately long time wiping off his own lower legs and ankles. I think I forgot how, Karan replied. Now Lilaro stood back up, looking more than a little pleased. "'You are much more attractive clean,' Lilaro said, walking back towards him, "'and I would enjoy ravishing you here. "'But I am not a thoughtless host. "'You must be hungry.' "'Caron hadn't actually thought about it. "'His human sides demanded human sustenance,' but he had been so involved in his goal and Lilaro's distracting body that it honestly had not occurred to him. "'I wouldn't want you fainting away just when I was about to have my wicked way with you,' Lilaro said, running a finger down the side of his face and leaning in for a quick kiss." "'Humans aren't that delicate even when not mixed with demon,' Caron pointed out, "'following Lilaro's finger as it was withdrawn and nipping playfully at the end. "'Ah, but twenty-four hours is a long time,' Lilaro said, "'clearly enjoying the flirting. "'And I intend to use as much of it as physically possible.' And that was it. Lilaro turned and walked back into the other room. So Charon had no choice except to follow. When he appeared in the doorway, Lilaro patted the chaise and he took the invitation, sitting down very close to the sex demon. They were both still completely naked, and Charon leaned in to steal another kiss. However, the mood was spoiled somewhat when two other demons appeared from the shadows near the doorway, carrying platters of food. Lilaro seemed totally oblivious to being seen naked, but Caron couldn't help feeling a little exposed. He couldn't care less who saw what, but all his weapons were on the other side of the room with his pack. Thank you, darlings, Lilaro said, and take my playmates' clothes and have them cleaned. We don't want anyone thinking we don't know how to treat guests. The larger of the two demons who had brought the food looked something like a fish crossed with a reptile and smiled at the instruction. It was not a comforting moment as it revealed two rows of razor sharp teeth at top and bottom of its jaw. Caron had the distinct impression it would have been quite happy to treat guests as a meal. Don't eat the green sauce in the blue bowl, Lilaro said as the two servants left. It is my favourite but it is unlikely to agree with you. Otherwise, help yourself. Frankly, Caron was more interested in blood than food, but now that he had to think about it, it wasn't a bad idea. He had last eaten a full meal at the closest human settlement to the old city, and that had been less than stellar. Thank you, he said and tucked in. Lilaro ate as well, and it was delicious. However, it was after he took a sip of the wine that had come with the food that he began to feel somewhat peculiar. He looked at the goblet and then at Lilaro. Oh nothing to worry about, Lilaro said with a bright smile just a little something to make sure you can keep up with me caron looked down at his crotch to where his cock was rapidly rehardening it had rather lost interest while he was eating but now there was a deep throbbing in his groin that suggested he was very much ready for the off he had heard of such concoctions Some human brothels made a great deal of money selling them to clients, but he'd never used one before. That feels, he started to say, good, Lilaro asked, leaning into him and pushing him back down onto the chaise. Oh, he said as clever fingers looped around his cock, Oh, that seemed to be the only thought in his brain as the drug enhanced his sensitivity to a point where that was all he could focus on. Lilaro kissed him, slipping a tongue into his mouth as soon as he allowed it, all the while stroking him slowly. He almost forgot how to breathe. Relax, lover, Lilaro told him between kisses, let me bring you to the edge. Chiron was pretty sure Lilaro didn't want it to be over so soon, but there wasn't a lot he could do about it. The sex demon had him right in the palm of that very dexterous hand, literally and he had no choice but to react. The kissing and the stroking, along with the new sensitivity, was more than he could control, and before he knew it, he was coming with an embarrassingly loud shout. His skin tingled, and he felt a rush all through his body that was not simply physical, and Lelaro sighed against his neck. Oh, yes, I'm going to enjoy you, Lelaro whispered into his ear before crawling down his body and removing all signs of his relief with a tongue that had him whimpering. The one thing he did notice was that his erection gave absolutely no signs of going down at all. Mmm, Lilaro said, sitting up once more. I am quite sated, but you should finish your meal now. Caron wasn't sure he could remember how to get food to his mouth, but he gave it his best shot. While he ate, his hard-on did wilt a little, giving him some relief, but all Lilaro had to do was so much as brush against him, and it was right back to attention. He had a feeling he was going to be aroused for the whole twenty-four hours. After he had satisfied his human hunger, Lelaro had more demons come and clear away the food, but leave the wine. Then Lelaro proceeded to brush and braid Caron's hair, which was a whole new level of torture, because he was aroused the whole time. Anyway, Lilaro wanted him. That was the agreement, so he had no choice but to endure. Lilaro seemed to be teasing him deliberately. He could only pray that they would get to the sex soon. You will do. Lalaro decided eventually now kneel up and turn around. Caron did as he was told. Now he was at eye level with Lolaro's cock, since Lolaro had stood at the same time, and his mouth watered, however. He wasn't granted the view for long, as Lelaro bent over the chaise and pulled something from a basket on the floor, before sitting back down on the furniture. Oh, don't pout, you can have that later, Lelaro said, laughing at him. But right now I want more of you than your mouth. Watch and learn, lover." Watch and learn. All moisture disappeared from Charon's mouth as Lilaro leaned back and lifted one leg onto the edge of the chaise. Now everything Lilaro had was on display, and what made Caron want to move forward was that it was completely hairless. It just begged to be licked. Lilaro gave him a look which held him in place, so he pouted a bit more, since it was all he was allowed to do. Lilaro laughed at him again, and then proceeded to use anointment from a small jar, which must have been what the demon had reached for, to lubricate the way for long fingers to open up the orifice right in front of Charon's eyes. It was a divine kind of torture, as Charon had to watch Lilaro preparing, but the fact that he knew he was going to be allowed to touch very soon made it all fascinating. He watched, and he learned, just as he had been instructed, and as Lilaro finally sat back up, Charon surged to his feet. You are eager, aren't you? Lilaro said, laughing again. I think we'd better give you some relief before you explode right there. Oh God, please, Charon replied, and didn't care how desperate he sounded. Lilaro stood up, smiling at him in a very seductive way. Before turning and climbing onto the chaise, the sex-demon plucked a cushion from the floor, wrapped elegant arms around it, and then leant forward, making a long, happy sound while doing so. The lara was spread out before him, purring like a kitten, arse in the air, and there really wasn't anything else Charon could do. He moved forward, lining up with the inviting hole, and slowly pushed in. He did his best to keep himself under control, even though he was dying to just claim his partner. Harder, lover, Lolaro said. i made for this, you know. So he did as he was told, not needing permission twice, and brought his hips forward with as much force as he could muster. Lelaro purred some more, and he had to stop and catch his breath because the sex demon was tight heat, enclosing his cock, and it was incredible. He didn't need urging to take hold of Lelaro's hips while pulling out, only to slam back in, and this time he moaned. He could already tell he wasn't going to last long. He was too sensitive and eager. But with Lelaro's drug in his system, it really didn't matter. With that in mind, he began to move with joyful abandon. The fact that he was rapidly heading for his second orgasm just drove him on, and Lelaro seemed to approve. After all, the more times he came to completion, the better fed Lilaro was going to be. If he had been with a human, he would have been embarrassed at his lack of staying power. As it was, he was quite pleased with himself when he managed a few minutes He could feel the tingling inside, and as he pistoned his hips forward, Lelaro took his whole cock one more time, as his release shuddered through him. Hanging on to Lelaro's hips, he was pretty sure he was leaving bruises, but his lover didn't seem to care. Lilaro was writhing in orgasm just as he was. The strange echo effect did nothing to lessen his pleasure, and he only reluctantly pulled away from his demon lover. You taste absolutely divine, Lilaro said, turning and sitting down with more grace than Caron was sure he had in his whole body. He was feeling a little wobbly as he enjoyed the after-effects of his second go at sexual bliss. "'Have some more wine, lover,' Lelaro told him, and handed him a goblet. "'It will energise you.' Caron was just far enough gone that he didn't care any more, and he took a huge swig. It really was good stuff.' Time lost all meaning. Lilaro was sucking his cock like it was a barley sugar twist, and Caron was just about to come again. He'd lost count of how many that was, when he felt the magic in the room shift. The twenty-four hours was up, and his part of the deal was complete but that didn't stop him bucking up into Lilaro's mouth and shooting his load right down the sex demon's throat. Over their time together, Lilaro had taken on an ethereal glow as the power of the feeding leaked, and this time the sex demon almost seemed to flare with light for a moment. They had had sex in every position Karen could imagine, and some that had never occurred to him. As two men, as a man and a woman, as a man and a hermaphrodite, as a man and an apparently sexless being, he had been surprised and delighted by it all. At the moment, Lilaro was as he had first seen the sex demon, neither male nor female and yet somehow still sexual. You surpassed all my expectations, Lilaro told him with a sexy smile. I have never been fed so well, and I have lived a thousand years. Charon smiled back. "'breathing deeply as he recovered, "'before slowly pushing himself into a sitting position. "'And I have never enjoyed sex so much,' he replied. "'But now your price,' the laro said, "'closing those beautiful, almost luminous eyes.' "'The long, elegant neck was bared to him without argument.' But Charon felt there was a connection between them now. He did not want simple obedience. Kneeling up, he took Lilaro in his arms and ever so gently began to kiss along the flesh offered to him. The tension that was in his lover when he first embraced the sex demon slowly melted away, Caron dropped one hand to the smooth skin between Lilaro's legs. He had learned quickly that even in this form with no visible genitals, Lilaro was sensitive there, and he rubbed gently, just as he knew his lover liked it. Lilaro moaned quietly, leaning into him now, enjoying it as much as he was. He allowed his vampire power to flow to the surface, his fangs descending, but he continued to kiss, knowing Lilara would feel the change, and waiting for his lover to settle once more. He had been told that a vampire feeding could be as mind-blowing as the greatest orgasm, and when he had the luxury, he always did his best to prove that correct. Having had and been had so many times, he was in tune with Lelaro and could feel the sex demon's energies. He knew when Lelaro was completely lost in what he was doing. That was when he opened his mouth and bit down. Warm, delicious blood hit his tongue, and Lelaro gasped, bucking against his hands. He swallowed the first mouthful, which was when the power channels between them burst open. As the blood slid down his throat, magical energy poured into him, filling his depleted stores before reflecting back into his willing victim. It was like glass lying in the sun, focusing some through into him and bouncing the rest back where it had come from. It was primal and sexual, and it took every ounce of control Karen had to remain in command of it. His awareness flew out in all directions, expanding as if he was throwing his magic to the four winds, and his mind took stock of all the demons in the city. Then it seemed to flow further, above the real world, giving him a strange two-level reality of what was happening in the room and what was beyond. For a moment he thought he felt a tension on him from something else, but then it was gone, as fleeting as a single breath. Lilaro gripped at him with flailing hands, moaning and writhing until finally going limp, and only then did Charon stop drinking, He pulled away, allowing his senses to reel in and focus just on his immediate surroundings as his fang shifted back into his jaw. Lilaru was insensible in his arms. He lowered the other demon back to the bed carefully. The sex demon was a powerful creature and had been energised from all the sex. "'and Charon could feel the benefits buzzing under his skin. "'He would not need to feed for some time "'unless he was required to perform any powerful sorceries. "'Wiping the side of his mouth with his finger, "'he savoured the last of the blood "'as he waited for his host to wake up. "'It had been an interesting twenty-four hours,' His body ached even though he healed extremely fast, and he enjoyed it. It spoke of the good kind of exercise. He would remember the sex fondly for quite some time. Their agreement was concluded, but Caron was feeling invigorated, and could not help wondering if Lelaro would be interested in going again. And here we come to the end of this week's tale. Thank you so much for joining me. I do hope you enjoyed Caron and Lilaro's fun. The full ebook is available from all major online retailers. For all the links, check out this week's blog post at VirginiaWaits.com or simply search for Natasha Duncan Drake at your favourite store. Don't forget, the Manor will be back later in the year with season two, so please click the subscription link to the podcast on your favourite podcast site so you never miss a sensual episode. Thank you so very much. Until next time, Lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod, IncomTech.com License CC by creativecommons.org